This is Reverend Bob Wood from Talking About the Bible Podcast. I'm glad you're able to be with us this day and listen to this episode. This is episode number six. We're going to be talking about one verse in the Bible, and that verse is Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. It says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said these words as he was getting ready to go to heaven uh, after he had been crucified and resurrected. He was giving instructions to his disciples and to us that our task was to go and make disciples everywhere. Now, unfortunately, we've often, especially in more modern times, misunderstood this passage. We thought it was about getting people saved, and in a sense it is, but not entirely. Salvation is just the first step, but it is not the completion of the task. The task says, go and make disciples. Now, what is the difference? Well, the difference really lies in what happens to the individual. Getting saved means that I accept Jesus' uh, offer of salvation through his death and resurrection. It's a more of an intellectual pursuit. I'm accepting a biblical truth, and I'm claiming that biblical truth as my entryway into the kingdom of God. But discipleship is actually more about how I am going to be transformed into the master. In first century Judaism in Galilee, where, where Jesus grew up, a boy or a girl would study at least for a, a number of years, and they would learn to read Hebrew. They'd learn the Hebrew Bible. Most of the boys, especially by the time they were 16, 17, could quote by memory the entire Torah. Definitely by 13, they quoted large portions of it. And if they were very good students, what would happen would be they would attach themselves to a rabbi, kind of like a graduate school after they finished uh, high school, kind of like a college in a sense. But it wasn't like you took classes every day. You actually went and you lived with a rabbi. And as you lived with him, you, became, you were to be obedient to him. He was to be your teacher or your master. And you would imitate him in everything he did, what he ate, the way he dressed, the way he acted, the way he understood and implemented the, the laws from the Old Testament, from the Torah. And after you became a fully trained disciple, you were a rabbi, and you found new students that you would then make as your disciples and teach them and continue the process. But in Christianity, at least in, in my lifetime, we've been more focused on getting saved, but really very little is done. And I am as guilty as a minister of any of actually changing people to having, as the Scripture talks about, the mind of Christ. This is a big problem. John Wesley, who was a preacher during the 1700s and the founder of what we call Methodism and all the Methodist denominations, Wesleyan denominations like the Nazarenes and the Independent Methodists, which I'm part of, the United Methodists, the Free Methodists, the Assembly of God, all of these and many others trace their roots back to 
John Wesley. And what made John Wesley so unique as an evangelist was he would go out and preach in the field and people would come and get saved, but his that wasn't the end. He actually had a program by which they would go to small groups, be part of a congregation, a society. Um, they would have times where they would actually betray, be trained in all the dis, dis, um, disciplines that Jesus taught his disciples. Now, th- that list is very long. It includes prayer, study, uh, sacrifice, giving, uh, fasting. It goes on and on. And I'm going to talk about those in the coming episodes, all of those uh, disciplines of the Christian life. See, as we follow these disciplines, they change who we are. And if we don't follow them, then we really have only accepted a belief system and haven't really become like the master, like our rabbi, Jesus. John Wesley wrote in his journal about a, an area called Pembrokeshire, where he had ministered and preached for many years. He'd, he'd travel, because see, John Wesley would ride a horse and he would travel from one community to another. He was constantly on the move. But concerning Pembrokeshire, he was always concerned because even though there had been great revival and there had been people come to know the Lord, he never was able to establish his societies, his classes, his bands, his accountability groups to help them learn the disciplines of Christ. And this is what he wrote. I was more convinced than ever that the preaching, like an apostle, without joining together those that are awakened and training them up in the ways of God, is only begetting children for the murderer. How much preaching has been for these 20 years all over Pembrokeshire, but no regular societies, no discipline, no order or connection, and the consequences is that nine in ten of those once awakened are now faster asleep than ever. John Wesley's conclusion was, without the Christian becoming a disciple, being disciplined, without the church actually commencing to follow the commands of Jesus of make disciples, some of the people who had heard the gospel message were now more asleep than ever, and many of them he calls uh, children for the murderer. And that means they were children that then the devil was able to take and destroy their faith. Discipleship is of critical importance. In the coming episodes, I'm going to take each episode, I'm going to take one of the elements of discipleship. I'm going to explain it to you. We're going to talk about it. And uh, I hope you'll join me in learning more about the discipleship aspect of being a Christian.